Hello out there in podcast land. Welcome to the Retirement Coach Podcast. I'm Mike Keenan, your host. Today's edition is entitled, Grammar Ain't What It Used To Be. Is it me or is it the kids? When I was in school, we were taught rules of grammar and spelling. We had spelling bees. I always finished near the top. I did have some trouble with the letter J, often confusing it with the letter G. So, for example, if the teacher asked me to spell hegemony, I would spell it H-E-J-E-M-O-N-Y, and so I would get knocked out. I'm getting tired of poor communication skills out there today. Remember how much fun it was to parse a sentence? We use color chalk to underline the constituent parts of speech and to place brackets around principal clauses versus subordinate clauses. When I realized that an entire subordinate clause could be a modifier, I knew that I was in the big leagues. Just the thought of a complex compound sentence now makes my heart go twitter. Actually, it doesn't take much to cause my heart to go twitter anymore. A steep set of stairs does it. The problem now with schools is that they don't teach grammar except in modern language classes. If you're going to learn French or Spanish, you must know English grammar. Otherwise, you will talk to somebody in Spain or France and you will sound to them like this. Excuse ourselves, Mr. from Spain or France, but can you please to help me find where is the bathroom is if you can thankfully very much. So it gets pretty bad if you don't know vocabulary and grammar. That's where we older types can help. We can provide youngsters with supportive grammar lessons. I have downloaded some samples from the best place to find poor communication. That's correct, our government. All of these examples were on forms written to government offices. Try these examples of poor grammar out on your friends, your little friends. I will read each twice. Example number one. I am forwarding my marriage certificate and six children. I have seven, but one died, which was baptized on a half sheet of paper. Again, I am forwarding my marriage certificate and six children. I have seven, but one died, which was baptized on a half sheet of paper. This is an example of bad grammar and some shoddy thinking. The reason why she had seven children was obviously because of poor grammar. If she had learned good grammar, she would know when to stop, when to insert a comma or a period, like after the words marriage certificate. How could she forward six children? I can understand one, but certainly not six. The misplaced modifier is another example of sloppy thinking. People use water for baptism, not paper. Let's go to our next example. Mrs. Jones had not had any clothes for a year and has been visited regularly by the clergy. Again, Mrs. Jones had not had any clothes for a year and has been visited regularly by the clergy. Okay, obviously what we have here is a licentious woman trying to entrap a man of the cloth. I'm sure that the writer meant to say that Mrs. Jones was poor and she therefore needed clothing, not that she sat around naked waiting to surprise a religious visitor. Poor grammar will get you into trouble, as evidenced by the prior fertile lady who had six children. Our next example. Please find for certain if my husband is dead. The man I'm living with can't eat or do anything until he knows. Again, please find for certain if my husband is dead. The man I'm living with can't eat or do anything until he knows. 
This is a tricky piece of grammar. Does the writer, like many women, live with a seemingly brain-dead husband, caught up in some sort of existential angst that Samuel Beckett portrays in his absurd plays such as Waiting for Godot? Or is the woman indeed the same fertile woman as in example number one? Hard to say, so let's move on. I am very much annoyed to find you have branded my son illiterate. This is a dirty lie, as I was married a week before he was born. Again, I am very much annoyed to find you have branded my son illiterate. This is a dirty lie, as I was married a week before he was born. Aha! It seems that all these sentence errors from the government are related to the same lady the one who is obsessed with sex. I'm not trying to read into subtext the message hidden between the lines, but we have here a woman who is clearly only interested in one sordid thing, and it stems from poor grammar. It may seem like T.S. Eliot's wasteland out there, fellow seniors, but do not give up hope. Some kids will inevitably learn good grammar. They will usually be from other countries. If you want to know about the exciting life of a retiree, listen to more podcasts here. Those with puzzling questions about retirement can contact me at mjk6648 at gmail.com. And don't forget about my book, Don't Ever Quit, a journal of coping with crisis and nourishing spirit, available in paperback and as an ebook from Amazon. I'm Mike Keenan, your retirement coach. It's my hope that these podcasts might inspire a chuckle or two. Life confronts us with many adversities as we age. To cope with these setbacks, it's best to cultivate a sense of humor. Laughter is a powerful ally. It can take down crooked leaders, corrupt officials, and even inspire hope. That's what the Retirement Coach Podcasts are all about. Thanks for listening. Have a great day and tune in again next week.